To succeed in small business, you need technology that runs efficiently. When you partner with a Dell Small Business Technology Advisor, you get advice, one-on-one partnership, and tailored productivity solutions, including computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage networking, plus industry-leading monitors and accessories. It's how they help your small business make the most of every minute. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. All over. It contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 102 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the hills not only have eyes, but they have races in Pennsylvania and the not-so-secret lair of New York, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're sometimes under the influence of crap beer. Sometimes. Not today. Not today. On this week's episode, we will talk about the reopening of the United States government. We will talk about... Roger Stone and a little bit of Nixon because you have to with him. The shooting in Louisiana, new candidates in the presidential race, and then even though he is part of that last thing I said, a whole thing based off of Jess Bernie Sanders. <laughs> As always, I am Tom. I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Austin Cologne. Okay. I like how I've become a legend now. A legend, a myth, yeah. apparently. A legend in the podcasting community. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. There you go. All fair. right, what's up, Tom? Hi, Austin. How are you? I'm good. Good. I, mean, I don't know if I'm ready to face down another week of the Trump administration, but well, it doesn't that really last matter. story we're talking about is very exciting, so very I think that'll keep me going. But it doesn't really matter if you're ready or not, because we're going to do it, so... True. Okay, true. so okay. get over Freezing. it, okay? Just Freezing. get over it. We're going to do it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh I should mention, uh, I promised last week that we would have our regular show up and running. Yeah, mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. I forgot again about Twitter time, but that's okay. We'll survive. Uh, we have enough to talk about today where that's not going to be a problem. And you know what? Give you a little, a little less time to listen to us because when we bring that back, you know, it'll... Give you, it'll longer, cost an yeah. extra 20 minutes of your life you know? yeah yeah so just the news stories today uh gary johnson there was a mix-up uh i was sent a letter that he was in one place and mm-hmm. i actually found out that was uh fake news so uh, he's in somewhere else so we have to send our reporter back out to find gary johnson to interview him again so it was uh it was botched we were i'm sorry it's okay. I mean, I'm sure he's somewhere, and now we just have to figure out he where is, in the world he, he is. is yeah. And uh, well, we're going to find out next week for sure. Yeah, but uh, he's been gone for a lot of weeks, though. <laughs> he has, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, he got out of that box. Who's yeah, hopefully? I don't know yeah. if I would use the word hopefully. Uh, Austin, <laughs> how have you been? 
I've been, I've been good. I'm just waiting for him to announce his presidential run. Like he's gonna no, do yeah. it, right? Is he gonna go? No. Is he gonna? Uh, well, it, with the libertarians, because they're, I, I think they're a political party. I think they have to, you know, vote on who's gonna lead the libertarians. But are the libertarians <laughs> gonna trust him again? I don't know. Three and times. The thing in a row? is, isn't there an inherent like irony of a party <laughs> electing somebody to lead? Something that they want to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, just thought, I always thought that was funny. Yeah, it's funny and pretty stupid. Yeah. It's funny and stupid. It's but like it's, there, there was a scene in um, a movie called Stranger Than Fiction where they're like, you know, I thought maybe you were a part of an anarchist group. Mm-hmm. And, and the girl was like, anarchists have groups? <laughs> makes and no he's sense. like, yeah, sometimes they have it's, groups. It's She's organized. Like, they assemble? <laughs> it's like, organized. Yeah, it's like, and she's like, doesn't that defy the whole point? No. Because <laughs> it does. It does. Well, I was the same with libertarians there. They want to elect somebody to lead the federal government, the thing they want to get rid of. Yeah. It's really, it's pretty dumb when yeah. you put it that way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, nah. Listen, we've wasted enough time talking about Gary Johnson. <laughs> this has been a pretty interesting news week. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> to say the least. We picked out a couple of topics that uh, are more important than the others. Of course, as always, there's going to be other topics that we could have talked about. But There's a million, yeah. Uh, it is time to enter <sighs> the Trump Report. Uh. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Uh, I guess we have some good news to report to start, which is uh, a, it's a rare thing. You know, We could have actually let off with another mass shooting. Uh, there's only been eight of them this year already but well, only eight so only only good. eight you know only eight in the first 27 days of the month but there's that's only okay. been like eight in the past 30 years everywhere else <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> pretty much and like uh zero in australia but um the government has reopened austin <gasps> have yeah. they Nancy Pelosi caved in she choked she gave in to trump's demand wait wrong wait Wrong. Hold on. Hold on. I totally I'm, didn't get anything oh, I wanted. I'm being told that's inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, it is Wait, inaccurate. That's not, all right, so Chuck Schumer, he fucked everything up. He came in. He spoke for the first time in 25 years. And uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I'm also saying getting that's not accurate. No, he's still silent. <laughs> um, Paul Ryan? Paul Ryan doesn't even work in the government anymore. Okay, hold on. I'm getting mixed signals. Gary Johnson. It was Gary Johnson. He No, it wasn't. That's where he was. He Wait, brokered wh- the deal. So what happened? No, so what happened? Look, it was making me look bad. So I said, whatever. We'll open it for three more weeks. Three weeks, it's all you get. Oh, that's and it. And then I'll declare my presidency an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> we already I did mean, that two years wait. ago, don't worry. <laughs> well, what's this article, huh? From the HuffPo. Trump on defense Fake as conservatives news. say he caved on shutdown. Uh, oh, oh, he caved on his own shutdown. Look. Oh, that's not I good. had to do something. The polls were very bad, very bad for me. And I have the best polls, only the best. Yeah. Sure. This polls, was not one of them. No. So I had to. Open the government again and agree to something that was already proposed on December 19th. Oh, yeah. 
And had oh, yeah. I agreed to it, then we could have avoided this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and had people pay, you know, Oops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did, Mr. President, quote-unquote. All right, well, let Thank me ask you, you this. Let me ask you, no problem. Let me ask you this question. When somebody says somebody caved in, what mm-hmm. does that normally mean? What do, what, do you, what do you think caved in means? Uh, well, after seeing American History X, I only have a bad connotation of that phrase, but... Okay. Caved in usually means that they gave in to their position. They didn't get oh, anything in return. Interesting. So when Trump yeah. insists that he didn't cave to anyone and the standoff with the Democrats was far from over, he's misunderstanding caved in, I think. Is I that fair to assume? Lying. Yeah. Oh, he's lying. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this comes from the HuffPo. No retreat, no surrender is how President Trump frames his decision to temporarily reopen government while still pursuing mm-hmm. a border wall deal. Hmm. Interesting. But steel sluts. That's what we're calling it now. Yeah, yeah steel sluts. That's uh, steel sluts. Name name of your new porno. Yep. Steel, steel sluts. sluts. Yeah, they're all dressed in like iron armor. <laughs> 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 all medieval soldiers. <laughs> uh, but some of his conservative backers have a different take. Certain words such as pathetic and wimp have been used in the last couple of days. Other Trump supporters seem willing to give Trump the benefit of the doubt, yet they insist that uh, any ultimate government uh, funding deal that President signed must include money for a wall. I love having friends with benefits of the doubt. Mm, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about another one coming up in a second. Uh, Trump defended himself Saturday from the conservative backlash to the decision to end his 35-day partial government shutdown, the longest in U.S. history, without Mm. money for his promised border wall. He said if he didn't get a fair deal from Congress, the government would shut down again on February 15th. Or he would use his executive authority to address what he has termed the humanitarian and security crisis on the southern the U.S. border. I mean, so southern U.S. border. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, biggest Trump fan in Coulter had something to say. Oh, she's not the biggest Trump fan anymore. Uh, uh, no. Now, she is a conservative commentator, and she's a big wall supporter. Uh, she called Trump the biggest wimp ever to occupy the Oval Office, even going as far as saying George Bush Sr. is no longer the biggest wimp in U.S. history. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's not even alive. He couldn't even beat life. I know. And, and, and that got her some backlash, obviously. Mm. Like, like he just died and and she's attacking him. It's... No. Yeah. Well, but, technically, but she's complimenting him now, I guess. Uh, yeah. Sure. she'd always called him yeah. a giant wimp. You're right. So. You're right. But now that he's dead, she took that away. But no. No. Uh, I, it's, it's quite funny because <laughs> he, did, he did cave in. And I got to yeah. give, I got to, this is going to fucking make half of our audience no longer listen to our show. And I'm sorry if you're a, a super progressive. I really am. But you have to give Nancy oh, Pelosi like some credit. <laughs> <laughs> super progressive. <laughs> you, citizen. Now you have healthcare. <laughs> well, I used to think that I was extremely left, and then I met some of these super progressives, and I'm like, oh, I'm like a center progressive. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think um, being ignorant of the political process makes you further left. I just think it makes you more ignorant of the political process. Which I, I happen to agree with, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Th- th- this is a case like, for example, I'm willing to give... Nancy Pelosi credit is something that I I think 
those super yeah. progressives would never do. Also, yeah, also being incredibly dogmatic, mm-hmm. not terribly progressive. Just that, that very true. And the thing is, I disagree with a lot of what Nancy Pelosi does. Of In course, this case she did a good job. She did. A, yeah, she did a very no. good job. She she didn't budge. She no. did increase the 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 offer, but not enough to get Trump to win knowingly. And no. she's not a stupid person. You can say whatever no. you want about her, but she's not. She's not. She's a very intelligent person. And here, and here's the thing: in the House of Representatives, is there anybody further left than AOC? Uh, I would argue that she is the furthest left. And who did have. she vote for for speaker? Uh, I believe she voted for Nancy Pelosi. Okay. And there was shut Barbara the Lee that was running. So <laughs> yeah. So just everybody shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there are things that Nancy Pelosi does that are course. fucking infuriating. But she, she like the whole this. thing with not having the uh, the com- like a real committee for climate change. Oh yeah, that, that's that, fucking that, ridiculous. That was a problem. That was a problem. But in this case, in a standoff with a giant man child, mm-hmm. she did a good job. She did. And you could tell because somebody who wasn't doing a very good job, Chuck Schumer, you could see the contrast. Like imagine if he were the person that Trump was going against instead of Pelosi. There probably would be some kind of border wall funding and we'd oh, have like oh, yeah. seven steel slats going up right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. Um, and I don't just, see how you could even fault her for how she handled this. She did a great job. You, you can't. I, I, don't, I don't think you can. It, it, you can You can go after Pelosi for those things, the, the things that she's done in her past. But yeah. for this current situation, she, she forced Trump's hand. Yeah. Trump's approval rating amongst his own party was starting to drop at a ridiculous rate in his own party, his own base. (laughs) And this wouldn't have happened if she did not have a backbone and she gave in to Trump's demand. Yeah. If Trump won... Like a certain spineless senator from New York. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That would have been over a long time ago. So I I think I think she deserves some some credit here, despite yeah, the fact that I know those uber progressives are going to be fucking freaking out about that. I don't really care. She deserves the she deserves the credit in this one. Uh, yeah. But now there is that that factor that we should talk about. February fifteenth is not far away. No, <laughs> it's it's not so we could just be away. doing this all over again. We and I'm almost willing to bet we are. I and it's like. Does the president not know when Groundhog Day actually is? <laughs> we want to repeat the same thing over and over again. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know where when uh, Groundhog Day is either. I think it's the stupidest thing that's ever been. Don't invented. worry, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I don't care From about. From like, Plyometric Phil or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punxsutawney. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to say that word. That is from a redneck state. Ah, <laughs> uh, the state that voted for you. And I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love my rednecks. I love the uneducated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump tweeted, this was no way a concession. Uh, it was taking yeah, care as of... As he was conceding. <laughs> as he was conceding, yeah. It was taking care of millions of people who were getting badly hurt by the shutdown. Uh, by you. With the understanding the that in 21 days, if no deal is done, it's off the races. So a couple things. One, you're the one who shut it down. You're the yeah. one who hurt them. You're the one that's causing them for not getting paid and making them have to get food stamps. Number one. Number yeah. two, with the understanding that in 21 days, the deal, if there's no deal, it's done. What, said who? Did the American people agree to a three-week reopening? No. Yeah. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think they did at no. all. No. I What? And then it's off to the races. It's a game to him. Off to the races so I can build my 
Whatever we decide. <laughs> but it's a game. It's an absolute game to him. Yeah, everything. Well, it's all yeah. It's all about making him look good. It's all yeah, about his image. If no deal and is he done, knows it's he really fucked races. this up. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So what? In his head, he thinks that shutting down the government again in three weeks is going to make his approval rating go back up amongst his, among his party. Hello. No. Well, no. he just wants that wall. That's the thing. Yeah. Because here's here's the secret. But he's going to have to shut it down again. I know. He, he's going to have to. But here's the secret. And Ann Coulter actually said this on Bill Maher's show. Which fuck you, Bill Maher, for having her I on. Know, I know. Constantly but, promoting yeah, heat, but whatever. I know. But she did make, I think, a salient point is that. What? Um, <laughs> really? Well, yes. Well, because she's mad at Trump now, so she's giving away opposition research. Okay. Um, she said, and I think it's true to an extent, that like all of the Russia stuff is, imp- well, she didn't say it's important. I think it's important, but it's not going to play to people's needs. No. It's not. But if he doesn't deliver on the only concrete, <laughs> pun intended, thing that he promised during <laughs> steel, his campaign. Steel. Meant to steel, say steel. stats. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't deliver on that one, it's the only promise he actually made. Right. Yeah. The only one that That's, he talked about every single night that, that for was two the big years. One. That was the yeah. big one that uh, gained him a lot of traction. Was this Exactly. Idea of a big if he doesn't wall. deliver on that, mm-hmm. he's going to lose his support. But, and I think that's what Democrats need to remember. But... I'm just trying to put myself in the in the the head of Donald Trump, and it's a hard thing to do because he, he doesn't have anything going on up there anyway. But if he shuts down the government again in three weeks, which if he's a man of his word, he's going to, because the Democrats are not going to strike a deal in the meantime. No, I don't think he'll do that. I don't think he'll shut it down. I think what he's going to do is try the declare national emergency route. I think that's what he's going to do. But that's not going to really do anything. Well, it'll get it to the courts. And if it gets up to the Supreme Court, anything yeah, could happen. Anything could happen, I guess. Because he has his boys there. But I wonder because... And then the, they're going to have to call in Kavanaugh. Right. Oh, and be okay. like, yeah. So, all right. It's like, so, Brett, you got to come in and, but, uh, you know, but you got to um, leave I'm Ski hanging with Squee. and Sniffly Peter. <laughs> but I'm hanging with Squee this, <laughs> yeah. this night. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I got to write my calendar. But yeah. all right. But all right. But <laughs> I'm just I, I'm confused by a couple. Well, first of all, I got to set this up because before set this the scene. Go ahead. B- before this uh, agreement happened, or before Trump caved in, I should say, Didn't pro- cave. Uh, the Republican proposal went to the Senate, the Senate, or the House, the House, the Senate, the, the Senate, right? Yeah, the Senate. Well, if it's a Republican proposal, I imagine it went to the House because I forgot. I forgot. There's no Republicans in the House anymore. It, it, it happened so quickly yeah. that. Um, that I, I, Which I'm very used to. Very, yeah. yeah well, very, <laughs> amen to that. But um, it, it got turned. It got it got eliminated. Like it was a dead on arrival bill. No, of course. Then the Democrats proposed the bill because it probably had like a you know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, probably to name tag all the Negroes. Or <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, it, it says right here. Name well, you know Republican bills. <laughs> some like some crazy. Provision. Oh, it's probably something crazy. Uh, then the then the Democrats put up a bill right after, and no. that got killed too. But but six senators. It's senators, by Republican the way. Republican senators, yeah. Six Republican senators voted with the Democrats. They turned on Trump and his Republican bill, and they voted for the Democratic bill. Mm-hmm. The one that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have been working on. The one that was yep. supposed to be the deal. So yeah. six Republicans turned. No Democrats turned. Even Joe Manchin. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. 
shockingly so, enough, yeah. So I wonder what that does if he does announce a national emergency. Because it doesn't look like he has the full support of the Republican Party anymore. Not but it doesn't matter, because he's saying if he declares a national emergency, it's a unilateral move. Right. I, I so he doesn't it. need Congress. No, so I, I'm matter. not saying he needs it. I'm just saying that if he, if the Senate turns on him at this time, with all the shit that's going on in these investigations and all that, he, him announcing a national emergency, could it not be the one deciding factor that ends this whole madness? I don't know. If I he mean, pisses off enough people and the Republicans yeah, are now worried that they're not going to get just, reelected. I just don't think you'd see two-thirds of the Senate turn on him. I don't know. Because the Republicans are stubborn till the end, and I think they're going to back him until the end. I don't yeah. know what the end's going to be, but, you know. Uh, and so it, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. But he could lose a lot of support, and ultimately, I think it actually wouldn't. Because actually, because even though he has the Supreme Court, they have a longer term view than he does because they're lifetime appointments. Mm, sure. So they realize that you know if we give him this ability to declare an emergency for one of his you know campaign promises, any president could do that. Right. And if you have you know President, let's say Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> And she's like, you know, it's an actual emergency. The fact that in two years at this time, uh, the planet could be destroyed. So declare a national emergency. Guess what? We're nationalizing all of the oil and gas refineries. Yeah. Or, or you can, or, or anything, healthcare, marijuana, yeah. anything that Republicans oh, yeah. typically don't yeah. stand for. It's like forty million people without healthcare. There, Guess what? That sounds actually, like a national emergency. There actually to me. is a national emergency <laughs> with that, and with yeah. marijuana, yeah. there's a national emergency with that too. There's, put, there's millions of people being thrown up in jail for marijuana charges. That's a national emergency, in my opinion. And, see, and that's why, if I were Trump, I would be worried, because the Supreme Court has a longer view. I don't think, and Trump, like, I don't think Trump has is wise enough. I don't think his cabinet no, is wise enough to realize I that think, either. Well, I think his cabinet is. It's just that he doesn't listen to what they tell him. I don't. I, but I, I think they'll be sitting there going, look, yeah. if we allow him to do this, that sets precedent to let precedent to let any president do yeah, this right, right, and right. then in the future they might actually make life better for people and we have to prevent that at all costs <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we got to stop that from happening yeah. now yeah I, I, yeah now if we're done here i'm gonna go hang out with donkey dog doug and squee okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're done we're done Fred. all right so let's do a quick prediction before we move on mm -hmm. uh first first question of this prediction will mm -hmm. the democrats and trump strike a deal before the 15th of february no. Will the government shut down after February 15th? Probably. for I, th I don't think it'll be as long this time, but yeah, I think so. And will he declare a national emergency? Yes. You think that's guaranteed? Mm -hmm. Is that the only thing guaranteed in the, out of those three questions? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they do come to some, uh, I don't know what agreement they could come to. That they, they're, would, they're not gonna, because the numbers yeah. are way too different. They're just too And different. the thing is, there's no political expediency for them to do so no no so the only one who has his political future on the line here is trump and he knows it well yeah yeah and um, that's why he's really digging in on this because he knows that that that's the one issue and i keep saying this that's the one issue that his supporters will abandon him for and they've even said that in surveys you know they would they had hypotheticals and they say if he does this if he does this if he does this will you stop supporting him and it's always no until you get to that stupid fucking wall i know 
and then it's a yes. So I'm hoping that you know, it's just come 2021 uh, in January when we're swearing in President Sanders that um, <laughs> so save that for like a half hour from now. Okay. So anyway, that's uh, that's our update with the government for now. We're reopened. Um, mm-hmm. We are until the 15th, where this this is going to continue to be dramatic every single week we're probably going to have something that that happened related to this so i've kept this season of the american president very exciting yes yeah (laughs) this is this is why even if kevin spacey didn't have his problems and and um house of cards was still going on the show Mm. would have had to end because they can't be better than what's going on for real no they can no they just couldn't they could not do it what seemed at one point like unrealistic is like, oh, no, this is, that's like the G-rated version. <laughs> I have to say, I still think Frank Underwood would have been a better president than Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I used to say that, but. I mean, well, uh, you have Kevin Spacey aside. Mm, you can't because I, well, I guess you can because in the show he didn't, did a little kids. Um, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, and if okay, you're just I'll looking at his it. policies, I mean, he made America Works. So that's a big program. It <laughs> was a progressive movement. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, come on, compared to Trump? Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk about somebody who is not working in America at this point, uh, Roger Stone. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> so, Roger Stone's been in a little bit of trouble. Um, longtime confident of President Donald Trump was indicted last week in connection Wrong. with special counsel. Robert Mueller. We barely know him. And he just got the coffee. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really (laughs) high-level coffee. Coffee guy, right? Uh, Very good coffee. Never sure what was in it. No. No, you can't do that. (laughs) I bet you it has Russian milk in it. Russian Mm. Russian salt. Russian sugar. What did Russians make (laughs) besides the vodka? Vodka. Yeah, that's what it would have been in it. Vodka. (laughs) Just vodka. Um, It was a white Russian. (laughs) so obviously, how many? What is this? I don't know what the number is off the top of my head. I should have probably found this out. But how many have been arrested now or indicted at least? Oh, it's a big number. It's it's, it's quite in double a bit, digits, right? I think. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of connections here that I just wanted to bring up because I'm sure everyone's heard enough about this Roger Stone shit. So I don't want to drag this one on as much as the government reopening. But um, Roger <laughs> Stone uh, worked with Trump. Uh, recently indicted but it wasn't just trump that he worked for austin who else did he work for i believe he worked for the Mm -hmm. richard milhouse nixon oh wait that's weird isn't it yeah it's a weird connection to have Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna fast forward a little bit here because i i have to mention this he gets out of court or after his bond after he paid his two hundred fifty thousand dollar bond and do you remember what what did he do austin (laughs) What did, what did he do? And well, we could ask why, but we don't really care about the why. What did he do? Did you see? I did not see. What did he do, Tom? Oh, you didn't see? No. Uh, he goes out of the courthouse. And remember that Wait, famous- Wait, can I guess? Can I guess he, what he does? Yeah, please. Does he hold a press conference? He holds a press conference, yes. Okay. But okay. before that, he comes out of the courthouse. And now just think of that famous picture of uh, Richard Nixon with the peace oh, sign. Oh, does he do the double peace sign? He does the double peace sign <sighs> in front of the crowd. <laughs> And he told them that he wasn't a crook. Now, I don't know if he thought that that was going to be a pro-Roger Stone crowd, 
But as and he's like, doing where's his, my helicopter? Yeah, no, no <laughs> helicopter. And no. the people that were there were uh, chanting, lock him up, lock him up, which was fantastic, by the way. Yes, it was fantastic, yeah. Uh, a federal grand jury, uh, let's see, impaneled by Mueller's charge stone in a seven-count seven <laughs> indictment. Who, by the way, seem to have been there forever. That's just their job it, now. They're the federal grand jury. It seems like, yeah. I think they just live there. They pitch tents <laughs> inside the courthouse. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, seven count indictment that alleges Stone spoke to a senior Trump campaign officials about WikiLeaks and information that uh, it might have, might have had that would have been uh, damaging to the campaign mm. of Trump's Democratic rival, Hillary Clinton. Uh, Stone was contracted by senior Trump campaign officials to inquire about future releases by WikiLeaks. Uh, and that was just one of the things, by the way. <laughs> FBI agents uh, on Friday arrested the eccentric 66-year-old uh, Trump totally associate eccentric. at his home in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm. He later appealed in court on Friday with his ankles and waist shackled before being released for $250,000 bond. By the way, why do all these crazy people end up in Florida? Like, you seriously, know, is there something there? That, like, it, you know, okay. It's like a crazy magnet. It's weird, but I watch a lot of you, I think you know. I watch a lot of these like crime shows, these real crime shows. Like mm -hmm. I can't wait no. to sit down and binge through that Ted Bundy tape thing. But even Ted Bundy, for example, was uh, imprisoned in Florida. Florida, yeah. He made his way down to Florida. What was um, that whole Florida man meme? Pedophiles or, make their way yeah. to Florida. Uh, mass to, but the, murders. Like, yeah, well, it's like the newspaper always has that thing where it's Florida man does, you know, yeah. whatever's after that is something like incredibly insane. It's really strange. Like, like Florida man snorts meth from inside of dead alligators. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Floridian thing to do. Yeah, though, doesn't I know. It? Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know what it is about Florida that does that, but it's, you're not wrong. A lot of weird and crazy people, the really bad people have made their way down to Florida. Flo you know who else is there? Mm. I believe in West Palm Beach, if I'm not mistaken, it is, uh, well, there's Trump, obviously, in Mar-a-Lago. Well, that's true, yeah. And Rush Limbaugh is also down in Oh, Florida. is that right? I didn't know yeah. he lived down there. Yeah. I, to be honest, I thought he died. I haven't heard about him in a long time. Um, uh, Tom, don't don't talk about a bright of future. Yet. He's <laughs> still alive. <laughs> Stone on Sunday told ABC that he would also testify honestly about any of his communications with Trump if asked. Yeah, right. Uh, quote, it's true that we spoke on the phone, but those communications are in a political so, are, are of a political nature true. and they're benign, he claimed. Uh, there's certainly no benign, conspiracy with Russia. Like Kellyanne's face. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said I would. I never discussed any of these matters with the president he claimed everything I did uh, regarding trying to get as much public attention to the WikiLeaks disclosures among voters uh, among the media is constitutionally protected free speech that's what I engaged in it's called politics so alright he's not wrong but the thing is Robert Mueller would not have put up seven uh, federal indictments for that if, True. If that's, if that's all he did, if that's yeah. all he did, yeah, he's protected by free speech. He's allowed to do all that stuff. He's a Republican strategist, so well, he's a, he's thing, allowed Tom. to strategize with President Trump and all that. But he wouldn't be indicted for that. Yeah, but here's the thing: he, all the things he said are protected by free speech laws, but he might cooperate with the special investigator. <laughs> 
and that's where this article comes in. So this also comes from the Huff Post. Sorry, it's a Huff Post centric thing today. Uh, Roger Stone says he hasn't ruled out cooperating with Robert Mueller. So now you open up an entire new can of worms here. Now you're innocent. Oh, I'm innocent. So don't worry, Roger. You don't have to wait for the worms anymore. They're here. <laughs> They're here. They're here. Because if you're willing to cooperate with Robert Mueller, something's there. Yeah. Robert By the Mueller way, that's hasn't a deep been wrong cut, yet. All you Pink Floyd fans. <laughs> say again? Huh? So that's a deep cut for all the Pink Floyd fans. Wait, what did I say? You got you to get into uh, what, the second second half of the wall for Waiting for the Worms. Oh, Waiting like for the, the Worms. Oh, yeah. Song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then, the, and then there's the judge. Um, and it's that Roger, yeah, not Roger Stone. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Just about as crazy, but not as no. corrupt. <laughs> uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, silly me, but Roger Stone has a tattoo of Richard Nixon between his shoulders and his back. Just wanted to make sure I made that clear. Oh. That I don't he, give a soulmate something to look at. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they're going to love that, especially the older imprisoned ones who, oh, who yeah. might have had Nixon as a president. Yeah, yeah. Or been imprisoned by Nixon because they're political opponents. Yeah. Oh, God. That'd be in weird. a federal prison because that's what Nixon ran, the federal government. I would put him in the same cell, honestly. I think that'd be funny. Mm. But uh, anyway, there's not enough to this yet, except for the fact that he's, he was released on bail and uh, on bond and all that. But... Um, now, the Nixon Foundation scrambles to distance late president from Roger Stone. So even from the grave, Nixon's like, he was not mine. <laughs> even Nixon from yeah. the grave is sitting there like, this is a little too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> All I did was hack into yeah. DNC. <laughs> yeah. He most certainly is a crook. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, not giving Nixon a pass. What he did was wrong, obviously. But Incredibly Nixon, wrong. Nixon. The thing is, though, the thing that he almost got impeached for wasn't even the worst thing he did. I know, I know, it's which is very typical of our yeah, of government. Politics, yeah, I know. But it, it is funny to me that I would look at Nixon now and, and compare him with Trump and be like, "Oh, yeah, Nixon all the way." <laughs> and Nixon did normalize relations with China. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Trump has just stroked the ego of North Korea. So. Uh, the Nixon Foundation, uh, I'm not going to drag this on, I'm just going to read this one tweet from the Nixon Foundation on Twitter. It said, this morning's widely circulated characterization of Roger Stone as a Nixon campaign aide or advisor is a gross misstatement. Mr. Stone <laughs> was 16 years old during the Nixon presidential campaign of 1968 and 20 years old during the re-election campaign of 1972. And that's the first half. And they said, Mr. Stone, during this time as a student at George Washington University, was a junior scheduler on the Nixon re-election committee. Mr. Stone was not a campaign aide or advisor. <laughs> Nowhere in the presidential da daily diaries from 1972 to 1974 does the name Roger Stone appear. Whatever. He's still associated with Nixon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, you can, you can, fine, fine, draw the line there. But when I was 16... Although it wouldn't shock me if you checked that scheduling that he did, if it wasn't like break into the Watergate Hotel. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's surprised me at all. It's like, it would surprise me that. if he changed his name. Yeah, yeah, Roger Stone might not appear, but Peter Parker might have. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Or Roberto Stone. <laughs> but this doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Appeal to those Hispanics. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, Austin, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it really, really doesn't matter. By the way, when I was like 16, 17, I was campaigning for um, for um, Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania. Mm. I was around that age, maybe a little older, but same age. I, I, I helped out Tom Wolf. So you can you can be 
related to the. It's just funny mm. the association is all. Yeah. Uh, also, one last thing on this. Uh, Chris Christie even says that the indictment is pretty damning. And when Chris Christie is saying, "Uh oh, you're in trouble," just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know that was really cheery news, Austin. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bring it down. So cheery. You did such a good job, Tom. We have another mass shooting. <laughs> now, actually, we've had a couple. This is just the most recent one, and I don't want to make this the crime podcast here so we're just going to uh, briefly talk about this um man, we're gonna have to start playing the serial music i know i know man suspected of killing five in louisiana has been arrested in virginia sheriff has reported officials officials believe that dakota theriot 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 maybe it's whatever theriot yeah whatever. i don't know how's it spelled t-h-e-r-i-o-t it's like the riot yeah, I don't know. What it'd be. Maybe it's Thoreau. It could be. Mm, usually Thoreau's with the UX at the yeah. end. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> uh, 21 years old. Killed his parents and then three others before going on a run. Wow. On the run. Uh, uh, <laughs> Not just on a run. <laughs> yeah, no, on the run. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, I gotta get my miles. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided to jog afterwards. <laughs> a man wanting in the shooting deaths of five people in Louisiana has been arrested. Um... He was taken into custody in Richmond County uh, on Sunday morning. He is expected to return to Louisiana and booked on two counts of first-degree murder, home invasion, and illegal use of weapons. Mm. At least, and this was the, from the previous report, so because this is all I really know about this. At least, and he's he's an illegal immigrant, right? No, <laughs> no. Is he what? Is he Islamic? He must be, right? Yeah. No. What? No, nah, I'm sorry. He's a Christian. Oh. Then he's just a misunderstood lone wolf, Tom. <laughs> there you go. Him. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nah, don't worry. He'll he'll get like five years. Meanwhile, Stephen and Avery is deal. falsely imprisoned for like the last twenty years. But yeah. you know, whatever. Hashtag free Stephen Avery. Uh, at least five people are <laughs> oh, dead boy. in two different parishes in Louisiana as law enforcement officers search for the suspected gunman. Again, they found him. Uh, the victims of the Livingston uh, in Livingston, which is where the killings were. were by by the way. Uh, I hesitate to point this out, but there is a certain amount of irony of dying in a parish. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> literally called a parish. Kind of, yeah. Bad <laughs> <No. laughs> <That> Austin. <laughs> now, now I feel bad about myself. <laughs> and now as you feel bad, and I want you to sit back and think about it as I read the names of the fallen. Okay. Billy Ernest, 43 years old, Tanner Ernest, 17, and Summer Ernest, 20. The two victims found in Gonzalez's uh, were identified as a husband and wife, Keith and Elizabeth Theriot, or Therio, mm. uh, both 50 years old. So he killed his parents. Mm. And then he killed three random people, too. So, uh, but. So fucking crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, he's, he's a white, white guy, blue eyes, dirty blonde hair. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh let's see yeah well this all, all the rest of this uh, on the article just talks about the truck that he ran away and then he eventually fleed to virginia so i just wanted to report the story we don't really have to talk about it because we've already covered it 400 times on this show already yeah another shooting yeah another shooting some people just should not have weapons available to them but yeah, they like do most people <laughs> but they do yeah no yeah. you know what some people have proven that they're they're not fucking insane I know. Even so, they probably shouldn't have weapons. Whatever. 
Let's move on to some more cheery. Sorry, <laughs> you know, I, I feel I feel fucking Tom, terrible. You're keeping I, but, us so cheery this week. I know. Uh, I feel really bad. There's really not much you can do in this situation, but mm. I can tell you who could change it. Oh, who could? People who are running for president. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, true. All right, so let, let's let's strategize this, okay? Because okay. we obviously want to hear the one thing that we're going to talk about in just a few moments. <laughs> but there's others that we have to talk about as well. All right. Oh, Tom, I'm a millennial. I cannot do delayed we, gratification. <laughs> we, it's called edging, Austin. We kind of talked about okay, this. Okay, so at I the, can do it then. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of talked about this at the end of uh, the show last week, but let's make this a little bit more official, okay? Hmm. Um, oh, and as this is happening... We'll start off with Kamala Harris because as this is happening right now, as we are doing this recording, she's okay. holding a campaign launch event right now. Oh, so uh, Kamala Harris, is big, fifty-four is big, years like, old, big from, party. Uh, probably, probably. I think she's a pretty oh. popular centrist. Candidate. All the donors there. I think, I think that she is uh, probably going to be the Hillary Clinton of this election. Mm. That's my guess, at least, because she is huh. fairly popular. So I imagine centrists. the candidate for the people, probably the barrier to entry is like $800 a plate. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is actually, it's really funny because, so I'm not a big Kamala Harris fan. I'm, I know you're not. Most progressives shouldn't be. I know some are, but I think you're just mistaken because some of her policies do lean toward the, the progressive side. But don't be mistaken. You got to read between the lines. Some On of her, are pretty fucking crazy. Too. I know. I know. On her Instagram po- uh, page, she posted like two or three things that she promised <sighs> she's not going to do. One of them says- She's using Instagram now? Yeah, I know. Uh, one of them says, not accept donations from corporations. And, poli- ah. and politicians and and, and I believe I believe she said corporate pack money. corporate pack money yeah nothing wrong with corporate money money <laughs> no 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 yeah because the week we like a week ago she was in Wall Street <laughs> just yeah. wanted to make sure people remember that she went to visit Wall Street that's in my backyard yeah it is <laughs> but uh, I rarely go down there because they don't like my kind no no and so many different Hispanic ways. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> it's a lot of white people over there is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so she's running for president, and like I said, she's actually holding a campaign launch event right now to make it official. Official. Mm. Uh, other people running: uh, Julian Castro, forty-four years old, of Texas. Mm-hmm. What city again? San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio. Mayor of San yeah. Antonio, I believe you said. Yep. yep. Uh, fairly, from what I can tell, from my again, all of the things I'm about to say are from just a prelim- preliminary. Almost that word up. Uh, <laughs> research that I've done on these candidates. Uh, Julian Castro, fairly progressive. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of ideas that fall in the line of, uh, of other progressives. But it's a long shot. We could be completely honest. It's a long yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, next on the list here, Tulsi Gabbard. I have a love-hate with her as well. There's a lot of things that I really do like about uh, Tulsi Gabbard. And there's things and I don't like about Tulsi that, Gabbard. Yeah, that make you... Pause in your tracks and go. Hmm. She's the she's the candidate Weird. that I give I'll give credit to because she's actively changed a lot of her stances, and she's but not, not just, so much not so much her foreign policy, and that really worries and, me. And you can talk about that in a second, mm. but let me talk about socially because she at first I, I watched some some things like some interviews that she had when she was up and coming, and her attitude toward the LGBT community was not really good. 
It was no. actually very concerning. But since then, she's actually helped that community grow, and she's passed legislation that has benefited them. Um, and to be fair, like, I know what it's like to grow up conservative. Sure. So yeah. I don't blame her for that. No. There's uh, not a whole lot you can do about I it. I don't know much about her foreign policy, and you seem to have a little bit of grasp on it. So go ahead and explain her foreign policy and what's wrong with it. Well, she has sidled up to certain right-wing um, political groups in the Middle East. Oh, She's visited the dictator in uh, Syria. Great. And she has been somewhat pro-torture, which... Really? Yeah. That's weird. Mm. Huh. Yeah, it, but that's, again, that's really that weird. Is, <laughs> okay. That, it's a... Pro, well, I mean, she did serve, so... She did. She yeah. did. So do you think so, it has an effect on that? It might. I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, not everybody who served. I mean, a lot. actually, a lot of people, a lot of soldiers who have served are explicitly, more explicitly against torture than people who haven't. That's, so sometimes it doesn't right, have yeah. that effect. So I'm not sure. And, again, it is a preliminary reading of reform policy. But there are it, some it troubling is. things there that make you kind of go, hmm, I don't know what's... <laughs> Right. What's going on there? You know, for me, Austin, I'd like to look at candidates from the beginning of their political career till now. You know, yeah. which is why I, I fell in love with Bernie Sanders. Bernie has been speaking the same message forever. He hasn't changed. He's always been for the people in one way or another. I worry. Uh, Tom, my, I get worried. You doth protest too much. We all know it's because he's sexy. <laughs> okay. Who doesn't want a 70-year-old man in a fitting jacket? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> or 78 or whatever he is now. 77, I think? Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I worry my, I, I'm a little worried about Gabbard because of the early political... Like It, it reminds me a lot of, of, of Hillary. Hillary from 2016 is not the same Hillary, at least verbally, that, she, that was in the, the 80s and 90s. You know, yeah. and that worries me a little bit. I, I worry and about I mean, politicians you know, like that who are willing to change to get votes. Is that what she did, or did yeah, she a, actually change? You know yeah, what I mean. That's, that's the problem with people in public life. It's like you don't know if they change because it was politically expedient, exactly. or they change because they really had to change a heart. People can change. I've changed my opinion on on legalization of marijuana drastically from mm. when I was a kid. For some reason, I, I had a very <laughs> conservative viewpoint on legalization of marijuana when I was a then I 14, <laughs> 14, 15 year old kid, and that drastically changed over over my life. You can change, oh, yeah. but when I it's know. a public I figure, I worry. If she's yeah. doing it for the right reason or not. Like Hillary, yeah. I never believed that she did that for the right reason. I never believed that she went back on her word from saying that marriage is between a man and a woman. Well, the thing is that so, I, the thing is I, I personally, I actually believe that she always thought it was okay, but she didn't think it was politically okay to say okay. that. Okay. And I find that more troubling. Really? Like, oh, really? I, yes, because I understand, I personally understand being able to change your beliefs. Oh yeah, sure. And I get that. And when you, <laughs> you do better. it, it is a, it is, it <laughs> is a change and it's a permanent change. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't waver. Right. But believing something all along and not having the courage to stand up for it, that is actually more frightening. I can see why. Because that means you could just go, well, it doesn't really matter what I yeah. believe. Because then you get people like AOC, right? Who yeah. from the very beginning has been saying, no, 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 I don't care what people think. I'm a democratic socialist. Yeah. Saying yeah. that one word right there, it's like, whoa, that's nah. not a... Still to today, it's a little bit more accepted, but it's not the nah. standard. People just don't go nah. around saying, hey, I'm a socialist. You just nah. don't do that. But she did. Uh, excuse me, Tom. You want socialism? Okay. 
Venezuela. I, Venezuela. I have a counter argument for you. Venezuela. <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah. Spelled uh, V-E-N-Ezuela. Yeah. No. I have an example of a failed <laughs> democracy. America. Yeah. Uh, but what? <laughs> yeah. There you go. So there's. So that's that's the uh, the third person. That's. That's uh, why I want to make it great again. <laughs> Former representative John Delaney. 55 of Maryland, oddly enough, has entered that race. Um, okay. I almost Whatever. feel like that's going to be the Martin O'Malley of this group. Like, it's a, uh, I don't know anything about his. <laughs> Wait, I, hold on, Tom. The audience is still asking who that who's, is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Martin O'Malley ran against Bernie and Hillary. People, <laughs> people seem to forget that he was also there. Yeah. He was also there. In the three. He was there every once in a while when the camera panned left. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. There was a debate where he was there, and I watched the entire thing for a school project, and I didn't know he was there. <laughs> then it's like, I thought like he you, was saw, like, you saw Joe Biden's empty podium more than you saw. Yeah, yeah, totally did. It was crazy. It was wild. I, I, I'll never forget that, because they showed him, and I thought he was just like a, a, a viewer. Like somebody in the stands, like just standing room only or something. And then he Do you spoke. remember how hard the media was campaigning for Joe Biden to join the race? Not really. No. Oh, it was crazy for like a week and then they gave up on it. Yeah. But but it was like it was like, okay, Hillary, you know, here's this question and how do you think Joe Biden would respond? <laughs> Is this was this before Bernie gained traction? Because at first uh, Bernie's yeah. kid you gotta remember Bernie's campaign know, though, launched by in the front time, of like ten people. Yeah, but by the time they got to that first debate, because remember, the Republicans had like 432 debates before they did, the Democrats yeah. had one. They did, yeah, which is so and, stupid. Yeah. So. And by the time they got to that debate, I think Bernie actually had some traction. Yeah, and it's going to be different this time around because Hillary's not there. No. And I don't know what the power or is. she? We don't know. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> uh, the next one on the list, former congressional candidate Richard Oyeda. Oh, oh, you help me with the I know pronunciation. Who you're talking about, yeah. O-J-E-D-A. Yeah. O- Oyeda, he or? was the guy from West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. But however, that was a former Trump supporter and then oh. switched to being progressive when he ran in the last midterms but lost. Okay. Then declared for president and then, and dropped. then dropped out January 25th. No. So then another one that Austin and I talked about before show, but which we had no idea who he was, businessman. Andrew Yang, 44 of New York. So Mm -hmm. we had no idea. And we're like, oh, great. This is the, you know, the Mark Cuban, if you will, the the, the counter to the Trump businessman, right? Yeah. But we looked at Andrew Yang, pleasantly surprised, by the way. First of all, a lot of things. I have, I still have questions about a lot of things. Of course. Yeah. But from just looking, if you go to his website, he has the one thing I love about his website is he has listed everything and his Mm -hmm. stance on it, which is cool. To a nerd like me who wants to know everything about him. Uh, he is a capitalist, obviously. He's a fucking businessman. Uh, Venture yeah. of America or something like that is his business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, multi-millionaire. Probably, probably, I don't know if he's a billionaire. but actually, I don't think he's a billionaire, but who knows? He could be. But yeah, a lot of his stances, Austin, were fairly, fairly progressive. Mm-hmm. Oddly, because I never heard of him before. Yeah. But uh, he's a candidate that... Uh, you know, you could take a look at and see. Uh, the next are still in their early stages. They haven't yet announced. Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. Uh, how do you feel Formed about Formed an exploratory committee. Yeah, exploratory. That's pretty much announcing, to be honest. Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. It pretty much is. I mean. What do you think about Gillibrand? Um, you know, I like some of her policy positions. Uh, I don't know. 
I now, mean, and I, you know, if you I, notice, I, I think she, I actually think she's better than Harris, but okay, she's she's still still not very exciting to me. Yeah, I find uh, Warren much more exciting. And than that, her, that was the next she, one. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's next on the list. Sixty nine. As years long old as she doesn't do any more that. Like well, she fake, will, she will. Let's get to know she, you stuff. She yeah. will. She's awkward and cringy, and she's going yeah. to do it again. But <sighs> at, up till the announcement that's coming up in about five minutes, she was the one <laughs> what that is it. <laughs> she was the one that I was gonna fully support. Mm-hmm. And I know again, th- there's progressives that are like, I don't care. I I like I like Liz. I really do. I don't think she has a chance at winning. I don't think she's popular at all in this country. I don't think she was gonna stand a chance. Yeah, and I don't think she has the the public public relations ability to right. build up her brand. No, like I would even consider well, well, at least with her name, she was more known. Because um, honestly, I think she would do much better if she just acted like the angry, you know, mm-hmm. consumer sh- rights crusader that she is. She should rather she than trying should. to be like everybody's friend. It's like, I don't want you to be my fucking friend. I no. want you to be the president. Yeah. I want don't, you to put a bunch of Wall Street morons in jail. Don't That's what I want you to do. on Instagram ever again. Yeah, don't please do don't. That ever please again. don't. Please. I don't want to see and, that. And if you, for some reason, make the horrible mistake of doing that again, please don't drink a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard is 37. The tide for the youngest in the race um, is a, a mayor of South Bend, Indiana, who Austin just introduced uh, the name to me today? Pete mm-hmm. Bo- Bo- Booty Geig, <laughs> Booty Geig, Boogie. I oh I have no God. idea how to pronounce this name. B u t t i g i e g. So for anybody Buting. who wants to look it's him up, Buting. Buting? No, I think so. Yeah. Stop it. Um. Okay. Anyway, no chance of winning. I'm telling you right now. But mm-hmm. progressive. Bernie Sanders supporting. From what we can tell, yeah. huh? From what we can tell, he's fairly progressive, right? Yeah. Um, and in a state, uh, especially a state like Indiana, where it's had its controversies with the LGBT community, uh, he's openly gay. Ah, uh, I would be excited any other time, but I'm not. No, no. Do you know why? I think I'm ready to go. <laughs> come on, come because, on. Say it, say it, because Bernie Sanders has announced that he is going to be running for president. Ah, uh, yes. Sort of. <laughs> no. Yes. Sort of. <clears throat> so, okay. okay. So all sources close to Sanders say that he is preparing to announce his president, uh, his his run for president. Mm-hmm. Um, it has not been announced as of the recording of the show and since the show's probably going to come up tomorrow I highly doubt it's going to happen today but it might happen tomorrow it might happen on the day this releases so so if it does happen yay but listen l- let's talk about this for a couple minutes okay mm-hmm. how excited are you on a scale 1 to 10 oh at least a 27 which is the contribution I'll be giving to <laughs> I knew it I, I love it <laughs> So I got this news and I, I instantly texted you and I was like, oh my God, it, nah. it's happening. Now, granted, we knew it was going to happen. We, we we both said on air many times before that this is going to happen, but it was still... You know what, though? I'm After the last couple of weeks, I wasn't so sure. I know, but apparently yeah. his 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 uh, his circle, his inner circle was saying that he was not going to do an announcement until the government reopened. Mm. It was like a thing. Like, hey, I'm not going to announce 
while everyone else is having trouble feeding their families right now. I'm not going to announce that I'm running for president. And <clears> and, and then <throat> Kamala Harris. <laughs> and, and and others. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand. <laughs> oh man, my throat is yeah, so yeah. scratchy. Glass of water. Yeah. Um but this is really exciting news. I am very, very happy that this is uh, gonna be happening. By the way, that was refreshing. I call that T the uh, 70% tax on people who make over $2 million. <laughs> there's, it's there's, a long name. I don't know if it'll catch up. It, it won't. It won't. <laughs> now, with the current, now, there's, there's going to be more people entering this race. Let's make it clear that Cory Booker oh, yeah. still hasn't announced. Joe Biden is still on the fence. We're not sure what he's going to be doing. I'm not sure he is because I, he, I keep reading isn't. negative press about yeah, him. Me too, but yeah. he might still because who knows. Um, it, it's his best chance. If he waits any longer, he's not going to have any chance at all. And look, if he does, I think it would be great because he always comes up with the best sound bites because he says the dumbest shit. I'm hoping he does for really bad reasons. Yeah, to fracture the centrist vote. Exactly. Because yeah. Kamala Harris is, in my opinion, from looking at this list of people, she, uh, she is the one that is going to attract the most centrist vote. She is, uh, not talking about policy, I'm just talking about in comparison to 2016, she is huh. the Hillary Clinton of this election as of now. And Bernie Sanders is the Bernie Sanders of the election for 2016. <laughs> so all the progressives who had a boner for Gabbard and, and Warren are now extremely erect with Bernie's announcement. <laughs> like how this is the metric we're using. So okay. I fully expect him <laughs> to get all of that support back. The, the Other than Twitter, which Twitter for some reason is full of centrists, evidently. Um, everyone in this country is very excited that this is happening. Everyone. I've heard so many. Wait a second. <laughs> are we talking about me? Uh, No. All right, then I'm going back to eating McDonald's. Yeah, please do. Eat as much as you want. I'm going uh, to invite all of the professional sports mm, players who won you. the college games, all the professional sports players who won the college games, come over. You can have all mm -hmm. the McDonald's you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All of it you want. Oh, God, was so stupid. You know, Mr. President, the government's reopened. You can just get the cooks to work. They don't even know how to make a good Big Mac. <laughs> I, I built the McDonald's so horrible. in my yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Um, I have so, a 16-year-old kid from Nicaragua working there. <laughs> yeah. I want to say this. I want to say this, and this is why I'm very excited about Bernie Sanders, not just because of policies. We've talked about that for two straight years. But yep, yep. Everybody knows. Come in on, 2018, just a couple of months ago, this poll came out showing that Bernie Sanders is still the most popular senator in America. This isn't based off of how huh? he won his election. It's based off of public uh, view of each uh, senator. And Bernie Sanders with a 63% approval rating uh, and a 30% disapproval rating with still 10% unsure mm. is by far the most popular uh, senator in this country. People love him. Yeah. He has whether people whether whether centrists will agree or not, he has the best chance to beat Donald Trump. Boo, boo! He's not even a Democrat, Tom. Yeah, which is what their big beef is apparently. Like, I guess if we have to pick something, it's going to be that, right? Yeah, he's not a Democrat, Tom. Oh, and may I mention Venezuela? No, Venezuela. Have I mentioned it yet, Venezuela? You have. Yeah. <laughs> now, Kamala Harris. Argument done. Kamala Harris is forty-four percent approval rating. 30% disapproval, 26% unsure. Yeah, but Tom, she's a Democrat. Okay? She is a Democrat, yeah. She's a Democrat, and so is Joe Manchin, mm -hmm. all great people. Yeah. And what is Joe Venezuela. Rating? <laughs> Argument what? settled. Joe Manchin's Done. approval rating is a 44%, so that's... Boom. That's Drop the Twitter, Mike. 
But it is it is important to mention that he is the most popular candidate. And with even with I want Booker to join now. Now I want him more than ever because if you have him and you have Biden and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. uh, and Gillibrand, they're gonna fight for that centrist vote. Meanwhile, yeah. I, I don't know how much of a, a draw Gabbard's gonna have. Unfortunately, for it's her, it's gonna be minuscule. I think. I, I think so too. Uh, she she is a Hindu, and I don't think this country is ready for that. I I don't care. I know you don't care, but no. this country had a problem with Bernie being Jewish, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Elizabeth Warren just is not that popular. So I think the progressive vote is going to heavily go to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I think you're right. I, and this, very interesting. Um, so I don't know. Except that he can't win, Tom, because uh, if I mentioned in the past five minutes, he's not Venezuela. a Democrat. Oh, and, yeah. and he's not a Democrat. Yeah. yeah. And he's not a Democrat. Exactly. Uh, so that's obviously the best news that we've been hoping for for a, a long time. Hey, and by time. the way, what is the biggest political affiliation in this country? And the biggest political affiliation? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you mean by that. I'm sorry. Are they, are they, is it Republicans? Like, oh. are, the, are the majority of voters Republicans? No, 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 never. Are the majority of voters Democrats? I believe they are. Oh, actually they're not. They're independents. Is the Independences? Biggest. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or unaffiliated. Unaffiliated. the biggest voting bloc. In America. Well, I... I f- Weird. I do huh. expect... Who else is, pulls highly with independence? Mm. Venezuela, of course. Venezuela, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do expect... Um, I, I, I don't know. You know what? Never mind. I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be very happy about this. <laughs> I'm just going to be happy about this. Yeah. I can only imagine way, b- what's going to happen. Before we move on, speaking of Venezuela, yeah. uh, did anybody else notice that... Uh, in the past week, the United States is trying to perform a coup in Venezuela yeah. by backing the opposition leader. Now, granted, Maduro is a horrible, horrible president. He's done horrible things, and he probably should be ousted. But a U.S.-backed coup never is works. not a good idea. It yeah. never fucking works, ever. Yeah. It works for a, a little bit, and then it always turns to shit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just think of some of the countries that we've helped, quote-unquote. Iraq is a prime yeah. example. And I think it's no mistake that we're backing the opposition leader who's friendly to the U.S. Because, he's, because Venezuela has the largest amount of oil reserve right. uh, in the world. In the world, yeah. In the world. Uh, I also wanted to make one more side mention. Um, it's actually kind of important news, but we don't have to talk about it for too long. The um, House Oversight Committee has added Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and three other progressives to its ranks. What? Yeah. One of them is actually Rokana as well. Um, that's, you know, secretly, that's actually kind of a big, uh, big deal. So Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, uh, uh, Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts and Rokana of California. Those are the four mm-hmm. progressives that have joined the oversight committee. So yeah. kind of cool little news to add and to end our pretty good ending. Pre- hashtag Bernie 2020. Uh, hashtag Venezuela. Duh. <laughs> I'm leaving this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's take a much needed break and like i said we have nothing else so it's the only break nah. uh, unless austin does something in between i don't, I don't listen to the show um <laughs> and we'll come back with our final thoughts <laughs> smile <laughs> <laughs>
And so ends our big dumb show. Yep. Oh, dear Austin, what are your final thoughts? Oh, well, I am just so excited that Bernie's running. Good. I think he's running. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm pretty sure he's going to run. <laughs> if he doesn't, I might not want to do the show anymore. And I'm going to be very mad at the Huffington Post, who we've used cited several times today. Did, I did. Yeah, did. And if they got this wrong, I'm going to be very mad. Well, it wasn't just them. I mean, it, it was every, everybody saying that it's going to happen. But if it doesn't... Everybody's saying it. <laughs> if it doesn't, I will be a little upset. Yeah. Like, when I say a little upset, I mean, I might just not want to ever talk about politics again. Because yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I, for the first time, Austin, I feel like I have hope. Because, like, Bernie started from, the, from nothing. And I personally don't think that Harris is going to win. I don't think she's popular enough. You know, she's becoming more popular, but mm -hmm. Bernie started from nothing in 2016, yeah. and he built his way almost to defeating what seemed to be an, uh, an impossible thing, almost defeating yeah. Hillary Clinton. And since then, he's only gotten more popular. And if anybody but, thinks that his wife's university scandal, quote-unquote, or this uh, sexual... Well, that's, a, that's over, by the way. I know, I, yeah. I, and nothing really came of it. No, they said the find there was no findings yeah, yet. They but, were thinking about uh, censuring the people who started the sure. investigation. And if yeah. if people think that that or the sexual abuse scandal, which Bernie handled brilliantly, I think. Um, I think he handled it well. Yeah. If if people think that that's going to be a detriment to his campaign and he's not going to win because of that, you're crazy. You're crazy. No, that's well. Nothing. The thing is, it annoys me too because Hillary had an instance of sexual abuse. Not personally, right, right? But one of somebody well, who worked for Pizzagate her. Pizzagate happened underneath her. No, <laughs> shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but but somebody who worked for it did sexually harass somebody else who worked for yeah, her. Yeah, no, it did. And that person wasn't fired. No, no. It was just re like yeah, relocated, moved. moved yeah, it's like, we what? talked about that. What are you talking about. Yeah. But that that goes fine. That's fine. Yeah, we that's still fine. Yeah. we still want Hillary. Despite that, despite those things, it, it, and that's and why look, I, and I don't even care because if she does run again, please don't. But if she does and she wins, I'll vote for her again. I don't particularly want to. <sighs> yeah, if she does though, I, I think it's a Trump, an easy Trump win. Oh, I, I think so too. I, I think yeah. Democrats are, are just going to vote for him out of spite at that point. Yeah. It's silly to think that, but people do not like Hillary Clinton. People like Kamala no. Harris. I'm not saying they don't, but I don't think that, that I don't think she's popular enough. Some people like Kamala. I mean, the thing the thing with Kamala Harris, I think the thing that she's going to struggle with the most is that outside of people who are really engaged in politics, she doesn't have mm -hmm. much name recognition. No. And her policies aren't that exciting, so nope. she's not going to excite a base of people around her. Exactly, like Bernie's the, that revolution that Bernie started. No. It's, well, still, it's, it's still it's still going on. He knew that it was an election of change. Sure, and guess what? That revolution is stronger than it ever was. It hasn't died down. People and, in that revolution got elected into office. No. And the thing is, like Kamala Harris, I don't think has the name recognition mm. to be the presumptive favorite. I agree. And there's a chance that you know. Like there's since all the Democratic primaries are closed, or not all of them, but a mm -hmm. lot of them are, that Bernie could struggle because these, you know, these party cult members are insane. It is true. There's always going to so, be that. So I think that at the moment, I think Elizabeth Warren actually has the best chance of winning. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't but, know about that. Well, she has the most name recognition, and really, in American name than recognition. Bernie Sanders. 
Bernie yeah, Sanders is a household name and anybody yeah. who knows politics. Well, yeah. Elizabeth besides, Warren is not. Besides him, she has the best chance of winning. Uh, in the current field, I agree. Yeah. Which is why I yeah, think that yeah, if it's Joe, true. We don't know who else is going to declare. Which is why I think if Joe Biden does decide to run, he's going to put a dent in a lot of that. Because he, oh, yeah. He well, is that would change everything. Yeah. yeah. So we have to see who else. Cory Booker is not a household name. You know, Democrats no. know him. People who well, honestly, he might be more of a household name than Kamala Harris. You think so? Well, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Well, he, he gave those two big speeches at the DNC. Well, yeah. one big speech at the DNC. I, I think that I, I would almost put them almost in the same class. I actually personally would give Kamala Harris a little bit more. I think maybe. that I think people seem to like her. They, they were very quick to jump on her bandwagon. The, the centrist. The party was. Yeah. Yeah. The centrists were these very are, quick. But these are people who just sit around watching MSNBC all day. <laughs> I, exactly. I'm, I'm talking about people who watch no news. Yeah. Well, because okay. because the president has said. Cory Booker's name oh, and times, yeah. has Not made Kamala. several disparaging comments about Elizabeth Warren. They are in the public conversation. That's true. Okay. I, I'll give you that. I didn't think yeah. about that aspect, but you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I, I still think that it comes down to the fact that Bernie Sanders is the most popular candidate. I think people now know who he is. The people who in 2016 didn't know who he was now know who he is because he's he also the- has pretty, um, Really, actually, good favorability rating among African Americans and the Latino community. Exactly, which he didn't have the first time he ran. I think he's pretty popular among women, and yeah. and even moderate Republicans. I, I I've spoken to so many moderate Republicans who did not want to vote for Trump but hated Hillary too much that said that oh, they yeah. would vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just, it, there's just facts. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be now that Bernie, well, Bernie has not, again, officially announced it, but now that he is in the mix, I am very excited about this political season. This yeah. year is going to be wild and crazy. And here's, and here's the thing, you know, let's have, let's have a primary and debate about these topics. And then, you know, whoever is the candidate at the end, I'll support. I'm just fair. I'm just scared of uh, how fair this is going to be. Because I'm I'm still no. I'm still worried, you know. Uh, Tom well, Perez. Look, a, couple, is, a couple things have changed that I think make it much better than last time. Okay. So one, the superdelegates don't have as much power, and there's a which lot is less fantastic. Of them. By yeah. the way, that's such a but great move. Honestly, the the whole thing about the superdelegates was they personally still didn't have that much power. Right. It was the way that it was reported, mm-hmm. where they would add the superdelegates to every outcome mm-hmm. that made the difference. Even though those superdelegates hadn't voted yet, because mm-hmm. they don't vote till the convention, but they would say things like, "Okay, so we had, you know, this the New Hampshire primary, and Bernie won, you know, seventy percent of the vote, right? But but the, lost superdelegates or something like that, or in the end they ended up even because of superdelegates. Right. But the superdelegates didn't vote. I also have to say this while we're on that topic with the superdelegates and and just all that. At that point, sorry, Martin, you don't get anything. It was just Bernie and Hillary, by the way. Yeah, it was, yeah. Now. And the thing is. There's a lot. um, Like, Bernie would have won the Iowa caucus if it weren't for, uh, I believe it was Martin O'Malley. Right, right. But Because he didn't get enough. He didn't get enough to qualify for to keep his points. Oh, okay. I got you. So they went to Hillary. Gotcha. I, I, I do think that the advantage that Bernie might have here is that there's a bunch of centrists that are going to be fighting for position. Yeah. and But not only that. So more apart from the superdelegates, there's also California has now moved up in the – so they're not at the end of the primary process oh, anymore. Oh, that changes a lot. So, 
Yeah, so now, what is it, like Super Tuesday or whatever they call it, stupid yeah. fucking thing, yeah, isn't yeah. just all the southern conservative states. Right. It is now How does that also happen? California. I wonder what that's going to happen, though, how that's going to work, because Kamala's from California. True. That might but be. California tends to vote more liberal. They do, but do they vote with the familiar name? I mean, both would be familiar at that point, but that's I, the thing. I don't California know. would be interesting. I didn't really think about that. That's a big factor. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So California is now matters where I, before it was like literally the last but state. But I actually really think that Bernie Sanders has a, a good chance at those southern states. Because I remember looking at some of the, the polls of like him uh, versus Trump and he would have won some states down there. For yeah, if the polls, if the the polls were accurate, by the way, which, yeah. you know, we could talk about that another day. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the, the southern states are actually because I think they're part of the, the, the draw of Bernie Sanders is he appeals to the people who don't really have that much money because they know no. he's the candidate that can fix that or no. at least help it. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. This time next year is going to be really, really something. But I'm going to warn the audience right now. This week we talked a lot about 2020, the presidential election. It's not going to happen every week. No. Because there's shit that happens in this country besides oh, yeah. who's running for president. Oh, yeah. And that's that's an important part, but not right now. And trust me, you're going to get You want all the 2020 coverage, plenty of places will give it to you. Oh, yeah. And we'll cover. We'll that's cover, all they're going to talk about on CNN and MSNBC for the next you know, two when, years. When new candidates enter the race, we'll, we'll briefly talk about that. You yeah, know, that's something yeah. that we should keep everybody update. And Republicans, if any Republicans decide to run against Trump, we're definitely gonna have yeah. to talk about that because that's gonna be really important. But I'm just uh, saying, don't get don't no. get used to it because this isn't like the beginning no. of horse race coverage. No, 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 no. This is just uh, an exciting moment in the political season that uh, mm -hmm. we had to talk about as yeah. a show that was founded because of our admiration of Bernie Sanders. I yeah. think we we had to cover this, and we'll probably so, cover yeah. it one more time when he makes it official. Just not this yeah. drawn out. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it. That's all I got. I think that's. I think that's good. I think that's good. No. Um, I got nothing. Next week we'll return. We'll return to a more normal format. We'll have. Um, I'm gonna try. We'll try to get a guest. We'll see how how that works. Um, yeah. Next month, you know, we'll get Kevin back. We'll get Stephen back. Uh, we'll have. We'll have all that good stuff. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed these last couple of weeks. We'll get back into the real grind. Starting yeah. uh, next week. All right. All right. Sounds good, Tom. All right. Hey, pre-recorded Tom, how you doing? Uh, you know, I never asked you how you doing. Probably well. You were really drunk. I don't that remember night, how so. you're doing that day. <laughs> yeah, I was really drunk that night. Okay. There you um, go. Good. Uh, finish up the show for us, man. Thanks. Have a Sounds good. Sounds good. Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash Pod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up Pod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter, at DumbOverPod, Facebook, at DumbOverPod, and of course, there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at DumbOverPod. We are also uh, on Patreon, so check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash DumbOverPod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash DumbOverPod. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Oh, look at it.
is home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800 085 4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800 085 4878.